Hola, buenos dias. Welcome. Bien, bienvenido. Um, bienvenue. That's for our French listeners. Um, welcome. Welcome with a K. I think that's how they do it in like Sweden or some, something like that. But uh, this is the uh, 110th. I think it's, vil- I think it's Vilkomen. Oh, Vilkomen. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely one that's like W E L K O M or something. I've seen it in my travels. Um, anyway, this is, uh, like I said, 110 um, with the boys here. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome. Where are you, Ben? <laughs> uh, Sunday Conversation Podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors. Fine, fine folks down in the colony, Texas. In the colony. Aaron, bro, how the hell are you? I am I'm fantastic, Benjamin. I, uh, if, you, if you remember last week, I um, brought up how my, my chest numbers were down and all that stuff. Boy, did we blow those away this week. Um, I love that shit. I love, <laughs> I love when you just, you know, completely redeem yourself after a shitbag chest week. Like, I didn't want to say it, but. And you're such a great teammate, you know, because I know deep down it was really bugging you that my numbers had dropped after one week and you were like, "Ah, you know what, he's going to, he's going to figure it out. You let me figure it out on my own. You know, not like that time in men's league hockey when you screamed at me for not putting my stick down and just tilting my blade towards the net. (laughs) Not like that time. Uh, Which I think resulted in a goal, like literally the next shift, if, if memory serves. So you were right. Um, but I'm great, man. It was uh, it was a busy work, really busy work week. I had a restaurant account completely waste my time on Thursday. We can we can talk about that a little bit later. Uh, and now I'm uh, I'm up at my my girlfriend's house for the weekend, doing some dog sitting. Um, I think she's downstairs making brunch right now, which not not for me. She got friends coming over. Uh, but uh, had a lovely dinner last night. Benjamin went to. Um, yeah, I saw the photos, man. That was looked scrumptious. Mm. Okay, I got funny funny little story about that. So, <laughs> Ben, are, actually, let me ask you a question first. Are you a are you a menu looker before you go to a restaurant? Before I well, I guess I'd never in my entire fucking life even heard of that. But then, um since I've um, been engaged and I guess was with my, my lady, I became, or, or I've, I still don't do it, but she does. So like, we know what's there before we go, or we make our decision based upon menu before mm. we ever go. Okay. So I'd never heard of it. I don't know when I started doing it. I mean, I only do it for like, you know, like fancier restaurants. Right. I don't just do it if I'm going to, you know, the sandwich shop down the street. Right. But I like looking at oh, not, not for right. nothing, though. Of the hundreds and hundreds of places we've gone out to eat, like one of our favorite restaurants was my choice. Serafina, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. We even place. talked about it on the episode. So, I mean, I'm basically one for one in my tiramisu, in, right? They were known for the tiramisu. <laughs> yes. Yes. We had tiramisu. But yeah, it was the green pasta. That's pesto. right. So I uh, I I got myself a, a girlfriend who likes dessert as well. So 
this place, I looked at the menu beforehand and it, it was like one of those times where it didn't even matter. Like there's like five different appetizers I was considering getting. There was like four different entrees I was going to get. And then, but there was one dessert I wanted. It was one dessert. So for entrees, we got, uh, we got beef tartare and uh, pork shoulder dumplings. Forgot to take a picture of those. Those are fucking delicious. And then for my entree, I got you dark. Mean for, you mean for appetizers? Yes. Yeah. For appetizers. Yeah. Good call. Um, for my entree, I got duck. She got um, the uh, beef strip loin. That was excellent. It was done in a foie gras crust. It was incredible. I'd never tasted foie gras taste that way before. It was unbelievable. The butt end, the like very last piece was basically all foie gras crust. Unbelievable. So for dessert, I wanted, they had like, they called it, uh, it was called after dinner mint. It was like a piece of chocolate cake with mint chocolate chip ice cream. Um, here, oh, Lord. Hold on. Let me, let me read it to you, Ben. I was so, so excited for this. For this. Did they fucking give the old, sorry, we're out of it? <clears throat> it's so much worse than that. It's so much oh, worse fuck. than that. So it is. Um, after dinner mint dark chocolate brownie cake mint chocolate uh mint chocolate ganache milk chocolate mousse mint chip ice cream it's like fucking sounds unbelievable right so our server brings over the dessert menus and she puts it down and i go to open it and my girl like shuts it on me and she's like they don't have the mint chip they don't have the mint ice cream thing tonight i'm like haha and i open it up and they fucking didn't have it it wasn't on the menu she had no idea like she was just fucking around with me and they didn't have it. It wasn't on the menu and the whole meal was ruined. And so we left the 5% tip and then we're never going back to that place. What a I'm fucking crock of shit. Oh, I thought it was going to be like an April Fool's thing. Like it wasn't on no, the menu. Really didn't have it. Yeah, I, I brought it up to my server. She's like, we literally just changed the dessert menu. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. They had like a chocolate hazelnut thing instead. That was actually really good as well. But it just wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't the same just wasn't the same but um awesome meal awesome awesome meal what a what a place arethusa altavolo up in bantam connecticut in the middle of fucking nowhere but it was uh it was spectacular but anyways that was kind of is that by bantam lake i no, guess bantam lake is in no bantam lake is in uh torrington or something litchfield well that's it's up in litchfield county um but anyways, that that's kind of the skinny on what I've had going on. What do you Fuck what yeah. about you, buddy? Um, Aaron, I don't know if you knew this about me, but my first ever job was at Vernon Cycle. I and... actually don't know if I did know that about you. Okay, so I was like 14, had to have been 14. I know I was 14. Yep. And uh I would go to Vernon Cycle every single day and just look at the bikes and all this shit. So I got my first job by just, they called me BSB, Bike Shine Benny, because I would just take a rag and I would put this fucking whatever bike cleaner on and I would wipe every bike down in their shop. And I eventually just was doing so much shit that I they fucking put me on the payroll as like a 14 year old i remember um my first the first paycheck i ever got i think it was like 
worked a whole week. I, I want to say it was $95. 14 years and, old. That's pretty good. You know, Aaron, it's like you have expensive taste. Yeah. So. I mean, shit. Um, it does, you know, I've been making money forever. Okay. <laughs> Came out the um, womb making money. <laughs> so I had this, uh, specialized mountain bike and i would have to fucking i would ride through the the was it it wasn't tri-city it was like the shops at shops on sick whatever it was over by um oriental cafe in vernon and that little like where my mom's yoga studio oriental cafe wow yeah so it was in that corner so i would ride my bike from there home it was like a mile it wasn't bad but there was these this curb there was like a curb and then grass and then a curb and then the bank parking lot okay and then like and then i would go over the guardrail and then ride across the bridge to go home so i'm fucking flying across the parking lot and uh i'm i was about to bunny hop the curb yep go onto the grass jump back onto the asphalt and keep biking past the bank and i fucking like i didn't pick my front tire up far enough and i clipped the front of the curb (laughs) and i went over my handlebars like at least 10 or 15 feet and just fucking scraped all the skin off like the palms of my hand so now i'm like i gotta bike home a mile but i'm still fired up because i got my first ever paycheck you know so i get home but yes i was bike shine benny well you know how they say like you know history is is like you know what is it history repeats itself those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it uh you could say that well i guess either way i'm boat shine benny now that's what i'm getting at (laughs) so that's all i've been doing bro shining a boat for the last week and it looks unfucking believable so boat shine benny um we're back i well i remember you were ta- you were talking about that last week about how you're you're just been buffing boats out left and right well it was it's been one boat and it's it's oh. fucking buffed just buff the fuck out yeah so it was actually pretty incredible it's an 04 boat and it never been taken back down to like it was just it sat in miami like on top of a roof for a couple years before they bought it so it had all this Wait, like, what? oxygen their boat there? was like in a in a um some guy bought it set it up for like this ultimate like center console sport fishing boat there's two of everything it's it's, it's a it's badass but it was sitting outside on the roof of this miami boat yard yeah which is baked in the sun and they bought it and they've had it but they never have like cut all the way back through the oxidized yeah. oxidation so it's it was like a, a flat, white-looking boat that if you touched, it would be like a little bit chalky in yeah. some spots. And now it is completely fucking clean, like like mirror on the inside, and it's blue on the outside. Sweet. So my nice forearms, job, forearms are on fucking fire, and. Uh, but yeah sick the boat is looks so good so um 
I think I'm going to go into the boat shining business, except I'm not because it's fucking excruciating taxing and um, overall just not that much fun. So um, that was my week in a nutshell. Your, your story about, about eating it on your bike sparked one in my, uh, in my head. Um, I, uh, when I was, I don't even know how old I was. Let's see. I was probably, I was in high school, maybe 15 ish or so. Yeah. I got really into BMXing. I had a, um, I had a mongoose. I forget what the model was, but it had orange and black tires. It was like, Oh, the tires were orange on the outside. And then there was a black strip down the middle pegs the whole nine right you had pegs yeah oh yeah the thing about that bike that sucked though was like obviously i'm not like a super big dude and it was like a heavy ass fucking bike where like i wanted a haro and my parents wouldn't get me one because they were you know obviously like top of the line like expensive and, mm. dude if you didn't have a haro i know like my <laughs> my my neighbor had a haro and brendan I, brendan had a haro um, dude i don't like all this shit you're talking right now it's like i had a blue raleigh with mm. shockless wow until i got my Jesus. until i got you my specialized poor huh <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that like shockless six, jesus six christ shockless you're getting bike. getting concussions riding over rocks and shit um, yeah the old fucking but yeah so so uh, mon- so, a mongoose a mongoose right it's pretty so, nice right about now so we uh so we built this like legitimately probably like five foot at the lip kicker ramp and we built the thing and like and it was like stable like we tested it a bunch but then like we built it and everybody was like i'm not going off of this fucking thing like it was gigantic <laughs> like it was huge the thing was fucking massive and uh <laughs> and so eventually like after like the second day of us just standing there staring at it i like got up the courage to go off it was called that we called it the at super ramp like sprayed it it spray painted it at super ramp i went off it one time and i fucking like you know how like when you go off a, a jump on a bike like you're supposed to almost like kind of lean back and like try you like you know you try and kind of land with the back tire first and like your weight is more towards the back well i didn't do that i had all my weight just centered right on the middle of the bike oh my god <laughs> so i just hit the ground the seat, like, you know, straight up my ass. And obviously it was a disaster, but like, I, you know, nothing serious, no serious, serious. Five foot, five foot kicker, no landing, no landing. Yep. No landing. Literally. (laughs) And that was the only time anybody went off in that iteration, but the story goes further. So, (laughs) so then we're like, you know what we could do with this? Like, let's turn it into a tabletop. So we built another five foot kicker and we connected it. We built a tabletop and like that everybody was a little bit more confident going off of because it was like you know you had a landing at least yeah you could at least hit the top and then ride back down you didn't have to like right so we we learned or i should say everybody learned from my mistake so we put that together and you know we spend a day everybody's going off it we're like going off it on scooters and you know and on our bikes and all that stuff where was this this is at my buddy Frank Taragnus, who I coincidentally brought up last week on the podcast. But Frank Taragnus' house down at the bottom of uh, it was on Denison. He lived on Denison Ridge. Uh, he had a great backyard, and he had this like super long driveway. His dad, when he, when he had been alive, 
Uh, Can you hear that thunder in the background right yeah, now? Yeah, I was actually going to ask you because I keep seeing the lightning. Fucking like there's lightning everywhere over my head right now, but I'm in my truck. I'm safe, dude. Podcast, you know, it, the pod doesn't sleep. No, oh. pod doesn't sleep. So Frank's dad owned a uh, concrete company, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's wild, Benny. Dude, you got a hurricane coming through? No, you're well, on the we had a to- side, we right? had, Yeah, but we had a tornado warning fucking yesterday morning. We had to like, it said, like, get down to the lowest point in your house. And get all down. That shit. Get down here now. Um, um, it's, it's fucking, this is like an electric. Every direction. Um, boogie, woogie, woogie. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry. No, no. So Frank, so Frank's dad owned a, uh, uh, construct, uh, uh, concrete company. And so he had this like super long driveway that went to like, a, um, an auxiliary garage in the back of his house, um, that had like, you know, where he kept all his equipment and stuff and his 19, I think it was a 65 Stingray Corvette, all that shit. And so it was just a long, straight, flat concrete driveway. So we have the, the big kicker ramp put together. And, or excuse me, the big tabletop put together. And I decide like, I'm just going to see how much air I can get off this thing. And I winded up from probably about 150 yards from the ramp and just start as fast as I can, as fast as I can pedaling up to this thing. I get to the ramp, go off it. And you know, that like thing where like two seconds after you make a decision, you're like, this was a mistake. That was exactly what happened. I mean, I flew Ben, but I knew the second I launched that there was no chance I was landing. <clears throat> so, oh my gosh, dude, I kind of like, I kind of like, like not ditch the bike, but I kind of like come down like sideways and my entire leg from my hip to my ankle just shredded. Like all the skin just completely ripped off because I like hit the ground and then slid and just shredded all this stuff off. So Brendan's mom, Gail, was uh, was a nurse uh, and she was home at the time. So like I lived probably like three quarters of a mile from Frank, almost exclusively uphill. And I had to walk home because Brennan was my, Brennan was my next door neighbor. I had to walk home to his house for his mom to like clean up like this fucking, I just shredded my leg open. And if I remember correctly, I don't think anybody came with me. So I'm just walking up this hill completely by myself, just gushing blood out of my leg and just like go up there get cleaned up. And then I went back, I went back down. I don't think I went off again, but so the AT super ramp uh, was, was not my best friend. And I did not get a, uh, professional bmx career out of it um bro i don't know if this just became story time but this pot has been story time the last couple weeks um castleton vermont my freshman year there was a sponsored snowboarder okay and they they his sponsors built them this fucking all this shit and, and they set it up right behind our dorm. It was okay. like this like big, like a tower you would walk up and drop in. And then there was like rails. And then there was 
like some some kickers and all this different like shit okay oh man it's hailing now oh i can hear it damn <laughs> i hope people realize what, what, we, what we go through to put this podcast together all right hey I can, i'm gonna turn my truck around so that because it's it's going like into my windshield i'm gonna make it so that it's not so you might hook up to my uh okay great see people this is you know you just do the shit on the fly we have no time to 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 you know uh, change anything we're not gonna stop the pod keeps going <laughs> um this is uh i might be able to... yeah you're ben i i appreciate your commitment to the game <laughs> as ben moose Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Yep. You there? Yep. Okay. You there? Yes, sir. Now are you there? Yep. Okay. Um, so sponsored snowboarder. Yep. So there's all this like shit out in the back. So one night it's just fucking, we get this wicked snowstorm mm -hmm. and, uh, all of like the hockey guys, like, you know, a bunch of them had snowboards and shit. Yep. And, um, I had a snowmobile. Okay. <laughs> So my snowmobile, I kept at my, at one of the older guys house down the street. Mm -hmm. So I fucking, basically there was this like, it was the two baseball fields. And then there was this long walkway that came up these stairs. And then there was a volleyball court and then the back of the dorm. So it was like a, a gradual hill the entire way. So okay like that that drop-in ramp was like up at the up near the volleyball court and whatever so i fucking have this i'm like riding my snowmobile around on campus which is definitely not <laughs> lawful and um you know all the guys are like sitting out like snowboarding fucking around so i fucking tear down around one of the 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 softball in between the softball and the baseball field and yep. i come fucking nuking up this fucking sidewalk with the intention of hitting this so much snow on the ground it's like you know there's feet, at this point it's like a foot and a half of snow yep so i was just gonna use the staircase as a fucking jump <laughs> so the same shit i come fucking wheeling around in between the baseball and the softball field and i pin it heading towards the fucking staircase and I launch off this staircase and I thought I was going to have some like distance. Yeah. I just went straight up in the fucking air. <laughs> At least 20 feet away, there was a, a tree that had no leaves in it or anything. Yep. I like, I went, I didn't go into the tree straight. Like the, 
the bottom of the snowmobile like hit the tree like the tree limbs yeah because it was just like vertical and I, all i was doing was just hanging on to the handlebars <laughs> so the thing just comes fucking smashing down and it was like not a great snowmobile it was like a it was a polaris indy 500 like there was no like suspension or anything crazy like Jesus, that what's like, up with you and not having shocks or suspension i don't know bro and i fucking come crashing down and it made this huge fucking ruckus and i just absolutely gassed it back to like down the road to the garage where it was being kept which is the house that i ended up living in for the next three years at school but so i fucking get it back to the house it shuts off and then I never got that thing running again. (laughs) It was like this magical, like it fucking like smashed and got me back home. Like I would have been fucked if right. Like if it was like, if it just died on campus, like it would have been a lot harder to explain to my hockey coach. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, this is like, not like a fucking, so yeah, that was the story of my snowmobile at, at college. And then it never, I had to bring that thing home and it's still sitting down behind my dad's pond. <laughs> it was like, but, a, uh, it was like a loyal dog, you know, it protected you. It got, it did its job. And then as soon as the job was over, it said, all right, I'm done. That's it for me. Yeah. So, that's, that's unbelievable, Benny. Oh my God. <sighs> so that definitely should have, you know, there should have been some serious injury to that. Nothing, nothing came of it. I probably fucked the tree up worse than anything. Have you ever had um, any like really serious injuries? Yeah, knock on glass. I, I broke my arm on my dirt bike oh. in a jump. <laughs> I mean, you know, that kind of shit happens. I never broke. I. You know, knock knock on wood. I never broke I, anything. I, I lost a tooth. I mean, my tooth oh, got true. knocked out. That's true. That's true. That was a rough one. It's, hey, you want to know what's even crazier is I was the original, like, Bluetooth. Like, I actually had a Bluetooth before Bluetooth was ever, like, a like a connection device. So let that be known. Yeah, you're such a, you're such a trendsetter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they named it after you, Benny Bluetooth. Um <laughs> I have a, I have a couple notes. Uh, so let me take a let me take a look because I, I brought this up earlier and I know Dan is gonna listen. So I got to uh, I got to. Uh... All right. So let's see. I've played sixteen hours of chess this week. Um, I finally beat Dan. Dan, who who you know taught me how to play in california and was very patient with me and you know it's like when fucking aristotle finally beat socrates or was that vice versa bingo or got smarter that was exactly it um so uh i finally beat dan which was uh which was a great feeling um and then he has proceeded to just whoop my ass every game since we played. It almost almost makes me think he let me win because he has just manhandled me ever since. Uh, and then the last person I had to beat was my dad. I finally beat my dad, which uh, I beat my dad pretty handedly yesterday. So, you know, at this point, it's just, you know, bring on Magnus Carlson, the current world champion, because 
you know, nothing's really standing in my way at this point, except for the fact that I think I have a, a, let's see, I have a very losing record. This, this app chess.com is pretty dope. It tracks like all your statistics, like what you like, if you play better as black and white, what opens it plays is everything. It's incredible. Um, where is it? So yeah, I'm currently 19 and 58. So, you know, our record could be a little bit better. Uh, but we're getting wins with more frequency. I won three games in a row on Monday. That was pretty good. But um, let's see. What else do I got coming up? What else do I, got? I got like nothing, man. I got nothing for a few weeks here. Then I'm going to stay. Did I send you that treehouse we're going to stay in next month? Yeah, yeah. Or the tiny pretty, home? The tiny cool. home, whatever you want to call it. Now, I don't I assume there's Wi-Fi there. We'll have to play around yeah. that. Uh, whatever yeah i mean shit if there's not um you know we'll probably just have to record earlier in the uh, in the week because we always make it happen we always that's make pretty it much happen. like our motto what are you doing today benny now that it, since it looks like uh, you're getting well, stormed out all day i don't know it's fucking it depends on if this uh probably not much not much just chilling relaxing like i said like i can't feel my arms uh <laughs> buff boy benny Boat shine, Benny. Boat shine, Benny. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. I, I um, besides that, I was I, gonna say something, but then I forgot what I was gonna say. Classic. That's the story. I was I was gonna bring up like if, if there's any like world worldly topics like oh um, uh, crypto started coming back. Um, yeah, Benny, we're not as broke anymore. Yeah. So tell the people to fucking you know get on board if they're not because what a what a buying opportunity everybody had for what a month and a half or so yeah dude i mean shit it was 2500 bucks it's up over a thousand dollars since broke broke boy benny it's up a thousand dollars since march 7th so if you had bought one ethereum in the beginning of the three weeks ago you would have made a thousand bucks already I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's good. I'm not sure. <laughs> thousand bucks three weeks. Well, figure if you bought three of them, you would have made three thousand bucks in three weeks. That's a, that's fifty two k a year on top of what you probably make for your job. I mean, I don't know. It's not bad, I suppose. Um, I'm no actually, expert. Actually, Benny, this is and this really doesn't have much to do with the podcast. But. Hey, I I will say though, um, ETH two. Yeah. The staking, the staking rewards keep going down and down, and they said like, as that goes down, that that's gonna be the uh, the signal for when it like goes live. Roll, it, yeah, combines and rolls in. So well, Ben, I was it's funny you should bring that up. They started at five. Well, that was exactly what I was Go gonna ahead. bring up because, like, I have some Cardano. I bought a few hundred Cardano back. I don't even uh, here. I'll tell you one. Um, I don't know, at some point last year, uh, last August. And it's it's down significantly, but the but the saving grace is now I'm earning four percent interest on all the Cardano I have. So, you know, for people looking to to make a little money and stake a little Cardano's like a buck twenty right now. It has a lot of application. There's a lot of popularity with it. And if you're making 4% on your money, it's Char- not a bad Charles Hoskinson 
co co uh, co creator of Ethereum. Yeah. So not a bad place to put some of your money if you're looking to just make a little four percent return. Granted, with what inflation's doing, you're you'd still be losing still money, losing but money, but uh, less money. <laughs> oh shit, dude! There's gonna be a uh, major, like, major. I don't know. Ethereum's market cap just passed like a couple big, huge corporations like Bank of America and someone else. Um, it's over like, I think it's close to 400 million. 400 million? I meant uh, 400 billion. Sorry. That's what, that's <laughs> um, what I mean. I'm like, bro, you have 400 million. How the fuck is that possible? Ethereum market cap, market cap. Uh, four hundred seventeen point eight five six billion dollars. Yep. I mean that's pretty decent. Um, yeah. Or I mean. Oh, here's an. I don't know. It seems it seems like it seems like there may be some people invested in it. I don't know. I'm not a not a fucking financial wizard, but um, seems like there's a fair amount of of money in, involved. Well, I just think at this point that even when you know it was, it, it took a you know, in terms of the amount it went down over this last dip, which is substantial. I mean, because let's see, what was it at the peak? 48, 48.6. So 48,000, 4,800 bucks on uh, November 9th. So from November 9th to January 23rd-ish, yeah, from yeah, around January twenty third. So in what a month and a half, it went down by almost half, or by more than half, by exactly half, by about half. And now it's recover recovering, and it's up, you know, almost fifty percent since then. I mean, I think at this point, it's been pretty proven that it's not. You know, all the people who still think it's going to zero have been proven kind of wrong at this point. Yeah, well, shit. Yeah, we're not wrong. Well, shit is right. It's, it's beautiful to not be wrong. Oh, you yeah. did text me the other day something about us being right again. What was that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Benny, you and I don't text nearly as much as we you. used to. Um, we save it all for here. Oh, British scientists say flawed PCR tests mistook common colds flu for COVID-19. Yeah. That was that came from was that 2020 we were doing that? Yeah, 2020 we were doing that. The the huh. the daily flu makes, cases make, or weekly makes flu you cases. think, you know. <clears throat> God, you know, we just you know, changed our it, podcast uh, to not to Nostradamus. Well, Benny, it's funny because last week I, I actually listened to last week's episode because I had a good chuckle doing it, but um, the uh in the beginning you were like you know bringing you the hard-hitting news or the real news or whatever and like you know we kind of <laughs> joked about it but like that article comes out that they're that they're you know the the pcr tests are mistaking the clue the flu and, and common cold for covid and it was like and we that's what we were saying 18 months ago so maybe we we're, we're bringing you the news before oh. it's even news man yeah like I said, you know, the Simpsons, the Sunday conversation. 
and Miss Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's about time to wrap it up. Let's get let's get on with our our weekends. Uh, episode one. What is this? One ten? Did you say that in the beginning of the episode? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. I'm episode sure. one ten of the Sunday Conversation Podcast, brought to you by Loa Two Liquors, hosted by the boys. Hope everybody has a great weekend, great week. Benny, love you, pal. Love you, bro.